Good morning. The Commission on Women and Girls held its first roundtable event called Ending Violence Against Women in Loudoun. And if you thought nobody goes to these sorts of things, you should know. The place was packed. For Thursday, July 26th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are? Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. It was a packed house at the Rust Library in Leesburg Tuesday night for the Commission on Women and Girls' first roundtable. It was called Ending Violence Against Women in Loudoun. They gave the mic to women and men who work behind the scenes to prevent abuse and support survivors of domestic and sexual abuse. The panel of six speakers included people from the Loudoun Abused Women's Shelter, or LAWS, the Inova Ewing Forensic Assessment and Consultation Department, the Commonwealth's Attorney's Office, the Leesburg Police Department, Loudoun County Community Corrections, and the county's Domestic Abuse Response Team, or DART. They talked about what people in law enforcement, the courts, Inova, and nonprofits are doing to provide a safety net for victims when they're ready to come forward. The people on the panel said they've come together, especially in the last two years, to tighten up their protocols and strategies to make sure no one falls through the cracks. For example, there's a fairly new protocol in Loudoun called the Lethality Assessment Program in which law enforcement officers are trained to ask potential victims 11 questions. Those questions were designed to quickly identify victims who may be in danger of being killed by their abusers. Victims considered high risk after this assessment are immediately connected with laws, which provides free counseling, legal services, and parenting classes for victims of any kind of abuse. The question and answer session of the event brought out some of the biggest difficulties in preventing abuse and helping the survivors. Judy Hines, executive director of LAWS, said that the lack of affordable housing is a major obstacle in Loudoun. She said 60% of the people who come into LAWS' shelter in the past year returned to their abuser when they left. And she said that's because they had nowhere else to go. Another problem is the fear of deportation. Josephine Gonzalez, Loudon's DART coordinator, said it's sad, but the fear of deportation is greater for abuse victims than that of being physically abused. And panelists said that a victim's immigration status is not taken into account when they come in for help. Assistant Commonwealth's Attorney Joshua Stewart said if you're a victim of a crime, his office is not going to prosecute you over immigration. They've got bigger fish to fry. In fact, he said crime victims may even be eligible for a special visa to protect them. And Leesburg Police Lieutenant Jamie Sanford said if you're not sure who to call, call the police. And if you see something, say something. This was the first of several events the Commission on Women and Girls has planned for the next few months. The next one, in October, will talk about the underrepresentation of women in science, technology, engineering, and math jobs. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, Governor Ralph Northam was in town yesterday for a lunch with the Loudoun County Chamber of Commerce, where he touted the General Assembly's funding for Metro. One of the things that I am so proud, in a bipartisan way, uh, your legislators came together this year 
and put a dedicated source of revenue for Metro, $154 million that will continue year after year. And so about that. The General Assembly's Metro funding legislation was, shall we say, not universally well-received here in Northern Virginia, including by the Chamber of Commerce. The state put little new money into Metro. Instead, most of that funding was stripped from regional transportation projects by redirecting money away from the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority. Government, business, and transportation leaders from our region criticized that for trying to fix Metro by hobbling efforts to catch up on other transportation infrastructure here in Northern Virginia. In fact, Northam had proposed legislation that would have protected much of that regional funding, and every Loudoun State Senator and delegate, except Delegate Dave LaRock, voted for it, but the General Assembly overruled our delegation. He also celebrated the state's investment in education and health care, such as expanding Medicare in Virginia to give health coverage to hundreds of thousands of more people. And he told the business people at this lunch that his administration is working to expand broadband to everyone in Virginia and reduce business regulations. And going forward, he said, areas like Northern Virginia will need to diversify their economies with some urgency away from federal contracting in the military. Just a fun little note, he also frequently referenced his predecessor in the executive mansion, Terry McAuliffe. Apparently, when he left, McAuliffe left giant pillows in the bedroom with his face on them that said, you can sleep when you're dead. And I guess just to drive the point home, he hid alarm clocks around the room that started going off at 3 a.m. Speaking of affairs of state, Delirium Cafe had a special guest today, and he knew a thing or two about Belgian food and drink. The chef at the Embassy of Belgium in D.C., Dries Mulkins, stopped by Delirium to try some of the beer and cuisine, which of course pays tribute to his home country. Leesburg's Delirium Cafe is the cafe's only location in the U.S. The original Delirium Cafe opened in Brussels, Belgium, and is known for its world-record-breaking beer list, standing at more than 3,000. Mulkins was visiting after some people from Delirium attended a Belgium National Day celebration at the Embassy of Belgium on Friday. And of course, Loudon is no slouch when it comes to beer either, so after hanging out in Delirium's kitchen, the team took Mulkins on a tour of some of their favorite local breweries. Percival. Percival will be refunding tickets to the annual Wine and Food Festival last Saturday, which was cut short by rain. According to a statement from the town, the festival was closed early in the interest of public safety. Tickets were $15 to $30. If you bought a ticket with cash, you should email Parks and Recreation Division Manager Amy Ware at aware, that's A-W-A-R-E, at percivilva.gov. Mayor Quasi Fraser commended the town's decision to end the festival early. Quote, I congratulate and thank our town manager and Ware for coming to this conclusion and making the decision, end quote. He said, next year will be better. And lastly, all through June, we were asking our readers to share their recommendations for their favorite places, people, and businesses, and we got more than 5,000 nominations in more than 200 categories. That's double the number from last year. It's our annual Loudon's Favorites Readers Poll, and this year the winners spanned from some of the county's oldest businesses to its newest. You can see a special section in this week's paper or find the results on our website. So get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar tonight, I will once again be co-hosting Buzzed at the Bee, an evening of spelling, trivia, and drinks. We'll be at Rocket Frog Brewing Company in Sterling at 7 p.m. And on top of the great beer, there will be pretzels from Nordic Knots and 10% off pizza from La Porchetta Kitchen. I'll be co-hosting with Mason Enterprise Center Small Business Development Center Manager and Lead Business Advisor Eric Bird. One day I'll have that many titles. 
Anyway, it's a ton of fun and it raises money for Loudoun Literacy Council. Again, it's Buzz at the Beat tonight at 7 p.m. at Rocket Frog Brewing. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, come to Buzz at the Beat. Seriously, forget the podcast, come have a drink, have some fun, and help with a good cause. And when you're done, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. Tomorrow on the Morning Minute, local reporter causes diplomatic incident with his pronunciation of Belgian names.